Players Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome to the building years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. Hey, it's Justin Alexio. And it's Friday, so we got a guest. You just in got the house. paid. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. You work a day job? Yeah. You, you, I didn't you get, get paid today, but you, you got paycheck? paid. Yeah, yeah. We get a paycheck every two weeks <laughs> or every three months. <laughs> it's so true. And some of us way, way less. Doing <laughs> 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 that. That third voice that you heard is our guest for today, Roland Ruiz. He is an actor and a good buddy that uh, we're going to get into a lot of stories today with. Uh, Roland, welcome to the program. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Uh, or Roland Ruiz. There you go. I, yeah. Hey, I'm impressed that you control your R's, dude. Not a lot of, not a lot of white people can do not that. Not a lot you of whiteies. They're like Ruiz. Yeah, in Spanish class, my my Spanish teacher was like, oh, Jeremias. I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna call you that from now. Jeremias. Wait, so are you you Mexican? I'm Mexican. What's your deal? All right. I I'm 100% thoroughbred Mexican. Although I always get confused with being Filipino. Yeah. Oh, really? You know, I could I could kind of see that. For me, I, you know, that's just, it broadens my range. Yeah. It's like, yeah, give me some Filipino roles. <laughs> I'll play that. Give me some of that Filipino money. I mean, Gael Garcia played, uh, what was it, an Egyptian. So, you know, <laughs> he opened the doors for us, you know. <laughs> Dude, uh, Roland and I met on the set of a student film. The best Student film I've ever done. It, it was it was pretty dope. Uh, it was called Teen Force Ninjas. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Alan. Oh god. Yeah. Shout out uh, Alan Mishnev. Uh, yeah. He directed that. And uh, what was the school again? That was is that? Uh, it was in the OC. I, I, Probably Chapman. Oh, oh uh, Chapman. Chapman. Yes. Chapman. Yeah. Chapman. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the. To I thought you were University. saying the school that the little kid was going to in the film. I was like, oh, oh man, like, I didn't. Like, that's I don't very, remember. That's very Wait, specific. Is <laughs> that is that the uh, the thing where you told that story on our podcast, Jeremiah, where you hooked yeah. up with your girlfriend in the bathroom? Yeah, um, I got tell so, me. So Roland, uh, you were there for the screening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I told a story on a different podcast a long time ago where uh, my girlfriend, for whatever reason, she wanted to have sex in public. And I was like, we're gonna we're gonna miss this screen. <laughs> oh, and we drove we drove yes. like an hour and a half to to see this. And she's like, she's like, no, no, no. In the, in the program, uh, it has you going later. Well, the program was not right. <laughs> so after we finished and we walked back in, it was almost the credits of the. Of, Where of did Team you Force do Man. it? In the women's bathroom oh. at Chapman University. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought the Green Ranger the whole time was like getting it on? <laughs> <laughs> Such a Hollywood move, Jeremiah. Uh, and the Green Ranger that I played was the nerdy ranger. <laughs> That's so funny. That is hilarious. I would expect that from the Red Ranger, who was like <laughs> yeah, the hunky Australian. Yeah, dude. Luke. You Cook. weren't you weren't hooking up during the screening, dude. I wish. I think I was like knee deep into some like Snicker bars or like <laughs> fucking popcorn. I'm so lame. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what happened, and I walked in, and, and 
I just started laughing. She's like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm oh like, no, nah, that's a good story. I, I do like, remember shaking both of your hands. I hope you guys... <laughs> we cleaned up. Cleaned up. <laughs> we cleaned up. We used the handicap. Did you go so. into the men's restroom clean up, or were you just like washing your hands, taking your time in the women's restroom? No, we, we uh, went in the women's restroom, and we both walked out of the women's restroom, and a couple college girls walked in while we were exiting, and they were like, hee <laughs> you want to go? Let's go. Yeah, let's do this. Dude. <laughs> Round two. Let's fight. Hey, a good sexual relationship lasts. Women's restrooms are so nice. The ones I've been in three, and each one I've been in has had a couch. So it's just like, what is that? I don't know. I same here. Why don't dudes restaurant? Although we don't chill, we kind of just go in there, do our thing, and get out. Yeah, I think the couch is for the excess women that are going on a trip with you to the bathrooms. Like, I don't need to pee. Actually, I'm just waiting for you. I'm just here for you, girl. Just chilling this dirty ass room. You know, I think that's the reason why there's always lines in the women's restroom. You know, yeah. imagine imagine if the equivalent of that in a men's restroom would be like, hey, there's going to be a, you know, <laughs> ESPN. So all of a sudden you go to the restroom and you start watching TV. Oh, well, yeah. So if you, get if a you line. put a flat screen of sports on it, then there's going to be a line right. in the men's bathroom. Well, that's yeah. why I like the long girl lines at the club because they're just standing there and I get to talk to them. They have to talk to me because we're both standing in line. You know what I'm oh, talking about, dang, Dude, maybe that's all, you know, by that's all on purpose. Dang. <laughs> Mind blown. Where, where? Whoa. <laughs> Create a line for the women for like so that men can hit on it. Wow. So, yeah. So when, when we uh, booked that student film, I was very excited because I was like, I need real footage. And what's <laughs> ironic is uh, I never ended up using this for my reel. But uh, uh, it was a good project to be a part of. I met good people like rolling on set. Definitely. And... Uh, Shortly after, uh, or maybe around the same time, I want to talk to you about um, the process of filming Boyhood and stuff like that. Uh, Roland played the role of Enrique si. in Boyhood, si. <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Whenever I saw it, which I didn't know, whenever I went and saw that movie with my girlfriend in the theater, and then after hit, you had made love in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "This is crazy. This is," and it was like, uh, "It's a great." Role, very memorable role in the movie, and Thanks, uh, congratulations. Appreciate first of it. All. Thank you so much. Uh, how? What was the filming process like? Because I know they film stuff in different years and stuff like that. So, did that affect your part too? Yeah, it was filmed. The whole thing was filmed over like a couple of weeks every year for like twelve years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they skipped a few years here that I think, but um, but yeah. So I I booked that knowing that it was a two part role. Okay. And I booked the first one in 2011. Um, no, excuse me, 2010. Yeah, 2011. And I was so stoked. I, I had been in California maybe a week. Wow. I just moved here. Like, my car was packed. I was staying in my buddy um, Leon's place. Shout out to OG. And <laughs> I get a call. And they're, and they're like, yeah, you know, you come shoot. And I was like, what? So... So did did you audition for that before you moved out here? Like yeah, in, in, Texas. in Texas, yeah, yeah. Um, so so I leave and I shoot that, and the scene was so short. I mean, you, you saw the movie; you saw like the first scene was very short. Mm-hmm. So then two years comes around. I shot that like in February, and I didn't get a call. And I was like, oh man, well I guess it was a short the, role. Yeah, the and parts they cut, cut. They cut it out because yeah. I knew it was going to be a really long film, and it was. And then I get a. And so then I. Figured like okay, well, whatever. They probably cut it for time, and then I get a call in June, and like within a week's notice, it was like, "Hey, you ready to shoot? We're shooting on this day." And I was like, Bruh! "So I got in my car. I sort of like had to cancel. You know, my you day drove shit. 
Oh, I you drove, didn't fly. Dude. Because, I mean, it, like, with that amount of time, like, flight and car oh, rental yeah, and hotel, yeah. I was looking, like, over a grand. So I was like, well, I'm, like, you know, a third of that price, I'll just drive out there. So I did. I mean, there's no way I wasn't going to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I was like, oh, so you didn't cut me. <laughs> yeah. You love me. Uh, and the second scene was, was really tight. I mean, both times I got to, you know, like, work with Patricia Arquette, which was amazing. And she was, like, super supportive. Um, her and Richard Linklater were like, I, I'm the kind of actor, like, I like to, like, bring new stuff up a lot or I like to play around a lot. And some people like it, some people don't. But they were both, you know, awesome like try this, try that. Hey, that man, that's kind of not working very much. Or maybe let's go back to another. So it was really supportive. And for me, it's like you're working with these, with these giants in yeah, the industry. So, and they made you feel so comfortable. So I was, I was super grateful, and I'm stoked to have that experience and that in the demo reel. Yeah, <laughs> check it out, my check reel. Like, okay, thank you for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you gotta check out that reel. Though. Check out that reel. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, it was such a great experience, and for it to be what it was, like I always kind of thought I was like it, it it has a very big potential to be big just because of the names that are attached to it, the sheer size of the project, and link later. But then we're just, I mean, for it to be like nominated for an Oscar and all that, that just blew my mind. Yeah, and I just can believe my luck. And, and, you know, at the same time, appreciation of all the hard work that you put into it. And, like, you know, if you have, if you put the hard work and you get a little bit of luck, yeah. damn. It, you know, it, it's amazing. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Do, did you ever get uh, sick of them playing the theme song to Boyhood? The, like, would you hear it on TV? Like, let me up. I don't want to be your hero or, or did you have that as like your cell phone ring or like i'm sorry i have to take this excuse me yeah my phone is ringing <laughs> excuse the boyhood thing uh, it's the boyhood thing oh in a movie that i happen to be in right now that's in theaters and it just got nominated for oscar anyway sorry hi uh manager oh i booked the role oh thank you so much thank, thank you. you thank you no you know i like the song and i never really i still i don't even own the song so i got anytime i hear it yeah and was never played out for me so yeah. anytime i hear it i i enjoy it because i I mean, it's not even on my like iPod or anything, which maybe yeah. I should. I'm taking notes from you, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> let. I'm gonna upset that I'm the ringtone now. Were you into the uh, like what kind of music? Like you into that Mexicano stuff or like hip hop? What are you? You mean like in general? Yeah, dude. I I, I like to think I have a very eclectic taste. I I, I was raised with uh, Spanish music, obviously because my parents are Mexican. Uh, but my dad, whenever he came, I'm first generation Mexican, and my dad played a lot of oldies, and that's sort of how he practiced his English. So I grew up with that. And I listened to oldies till I was like in seventh grade. And you know, that's, that, that's kind of like the age where you're like, you know, everybody's kind of cool and hip and you sh have shares. And a big part of that is music. And I was always like, I only jammed to oldies. So like, I didn't know the <laughs> hip music that kids were listening to. I, I was like, Dancing to Earth, Wind I just Fire. no like, oldies. But then, so then after that, like, you know, I started getting, I, I really have like a lot. Of, good voices is my thing. Like if, if, if they could sing that sort of like breaks any genre. I like it. As long as you're like a good singer, you have like great music, good melodies, I, I, I'm in. So I don't like discriminate. Yeah. Uh, Unless, okay, I, I gotta lie. I don't know how many of your fans are heavy metals, but heavy metal fans, but like that just, I, I feel like it hurts my throat just <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, that's, 
It takes technique, so I'll give them that. You know. You're like, give them a lozenge or something. <laughs> Their voices sound terrible. Would you like some water after yeah. that? <laughs> would give you like some hot tea. Some cola if you would like. Let's give them a throat quote after that. <laughs> you need to calm that thing down. It sounds shredded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're at school singing like Mustang Sally and stuff, and kids are like, what are, what, what are you singing? What is that? What I don't even that? know that reference. That's how old it is. Really? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know Mustang Sally? No, I don't uh, know what that is. Mustang Sally! Mustang <laughs> You see, yeah. this is what I put up with all my all my youth. Yeah. Like, you don't know this song? See, I grew up on oldies too, so if we would have gone to the same school. My brother, that's why we get along so much. Yeah. We're, we're just connected. Yeah, dude. Well, I remember when I was in Houston during like the Rockets double championship and the oldie station there had like a remake of Eleanor Rigby to, and made the lyrics to like the Rockets theme and like I always thought, oh, everybody knows this. So I would <laughs> sing it as like, oh yeah, rock. And I would sing this song. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, okay. I'll celebrate with like the 40 and 50 year old range people. <laughs> 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 They'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, totally. We So we yeah, we did uh, Teen Force Ninjas. I'll, I'll bring that up again just because uh, the uh, if you ever see it, the costumes uh, are like, they're basically like spandex kind of suits. And what's funny, I, so I met Roland. I was like, this guy's really cool. And then he was doing like acrobatic like <laughs> flips and stuff, and I'm like, who the heck is this guy? And how did they find a guy that not only can act, but he can flip around and stuff perfectly <laughs> for this role? And you you got some uh, hidden powers there, dude. <laughs> dude, you know what? I was born with the gift of limberness, <laughs> or actually, it's probably not a gift. I mean, I. I, I like to work out. That's sort of like my stress reliever. My dad was a boxer, so I, we, I would like, when I was young, I was kind of like a little chubby, so my dad would take me running with him. So like working out has always been a thing for me. Chubby and good. you listen to oldies, you probably got beat up. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I also had humor. So like I, would, I, would, I can always like twist the situation yeah, yeah, to my yeah. advantage. I'm trying to, show, I'm trying to show him a picture of, um, of, of, the, of, the, of the orange. Like after my workout, I stretching is like one of my favorite things to do. It's almost like a meditation kind of thing. Okay. And that's how I, you know. Can you do the splits? Because I feel like any guy that can do the splits always the ladies. And I've been Dude, trying to learn. I can do them both ways. This guy there and then this guy there. <laughs> the banana. The banana and the, what would this be? The called? sideways banana. The sideways banana. <laughs> The banana and you don't have a banana. <laughs> <laughs> it does get a little... I was stretching the other night and like I wasn't wearing underwear. And I was just like, you got to kind of like move your balls out of the way. Kind All of right. Thing. We're getting uh, Shit, inside the actor's studio for your stretching. <laughs> Damn, I can't find that picture, homie, but... I'll, I'll try to, to, to look it up while, yeah. while we talk. <laughs> I do have an internet connection with this laptop over here that I'm recording. Technology. Technology. <laughs> So uh, after this process of, of boyhood coming out and stuff, was it one of those things where were you instantly getting lit up on your phone and Facebook and stuff as soon as the movie came out? Yeah, were you one of those guys that was posting on Facebook? Because I was like, how does Jeremiah not know? He probably posted something. I got like 500 likes. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was definitely a good feeling. I mean, I mean obviously, uh, all my closest friends knew and even some of my friends. But I'm, I'm definitely not... I don't brag about it. I do post it on my Facebook, like Pedro went out, which you could go to Roland Ruiz and like that if Ooh, you want. Ooh, I like that. Plug. <laughs> um, but, you know, certainly, I mean, Jeremiah didn't know. And at the time, I already did. But it's like, I don't go around saying, hey, I, I'm in this movie. Yeah. You know? But if it comes up, yeah, I, I don't mind telling it. But it was kind of nice. A lot of people that didn't know, you get in all the Facebook messages and your phone lights up like, hey, I think I just saw you in this movie. Is that you? I was like, yeah. They're like, I thought so. <laughs> 
why didn't you tell me? And I was like, well, you know. And you were telling me before the podcast, you go out for a lot of the uh, the Mexican rolls, like the accent rolls. I do. Oh, any brown roll, really. <laughs> a lot of Guatemaltecos, Salvadoreños, any of those. Yeah, you just, you know, basically you just talk like these and you, you know, kind of have an accent and... So, because you said you're first generation, so did you do you naturally have the accent, or do you like you just know how to do it, or what do you have to like? I, I guess because I, I, I grew up with it. Because yeah. my my parents are both uh, immigrants from Mexico, and you know their English has that, so you kind of it's in your ear. And also, like you know, I went to school with, and a lot of my sc- schools that I went to were predominantly Mexican, and you have a lot of kids that are you know coming in different ages of their lives, so you hear that accent. Yeah. Quite a bit. So it's kind of just in there. Can I just bring it out whenever? I finally found the picture. Are you are the one where like oh I'm my kicking? God. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I, I, I showed oh, okay. the the general. Oh, but uh, yeah, I've that's where, that, those. That's in front of the restrooms where we like switched in the uh, dressed <laughs> in the. We got changed in the park. I wonder how they got the licensing to be power. Oh wait, you're ninjas. You're not Power Rangers. Oh, dude, Team uh, Force Ninjas. It was so close. It was, <laughs> but yeah, we're Team Force Ninjas, not Power Rangers. Come on, that would be way different. Uh, yeah, th- there's a. I'm looking for this picture of of Roland like with this amazing kick. They they posted a picture of me doing a handstand and my. It's like you see the outline of my penis, and I, and I don't know why they posted it for this Team Force Ninjas thing because no. I'm like upside down and you just see like the outline. So when you guys are in the audition, are you guys just like kicking and like, I can do all this crazy stuff? I think they did have us do a couple things. Yeah, they're just like, do something cool. (laughs) Yeah, and I did, uh, I did, I can, I'm limber, I'm super limber in the regard that I can do handstands and I can do really high kicks. Dude, I can't believe we never handstand oft this whole time. (laughs) I think we're going to have to do this after, you know. Guys, we're going to do it right now on the podcast, right here. Uh, you would probably beat me because uh, longevity is not my, uh, <laughs> my... But execution style? But execution style, they'd be like, man, that tall guy can do a handstand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Here it is. Found it. Did you? Oh, I mean... Dude, yeah, your, like, penis, your penis is right in my face. <laughs> Dude, no way. It's being covered by it's that being flap. It's being covered by the, the flap. <laughs> <laughs> my balls. I call my balls my flap. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the costume thing. Dude, yeah, I was so proud when they got this because like, I don't even remember doing that. I was like, man, I can't believe my leg goes up that high. Dude, all right. It was like That's you awesome. were coked out doing all kinds of acrobatics. I was like, how does he have this much energy? This so, is amazing. Wait, do you have karate training? No, dude. I was just kind of always like jumping around for no reason. daredevil kid. Yeah, like I remember middle school, we had like this big ditch in Houston. Like we have a whole a big, lots of ditches. And, you know, people would do backflips off of that. And one day I was like, <laughs> I could do that. And I did it. And that's how, like, my backflip career started, just doing backflips off of that. Off the back of a dish. Yeah. And it's funny because in college, like, I, I would try to throw in a flip in any, like, theater show I could do. <laughs> that's just the thing. Like, I bet I could throw a flip in this. I threw, like, a backflip into a Brechtian show. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. You got to push like, the limits. It's like you're doing backflips, like, doing Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for Godot, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little that's, backflip will excite things. Like, now, that guy, he's he's a terrible actor, but his entrances and exits are oh. on point. Uh, on fleek. <laughs> on fleek, son. Whenever I've been to commercial auditions where we have to dance, like, people are, like, dancing in the hallway. Whenever someone busts out a backflip, I'm just like, fuck you. Like you got this. I should just go home. Oh yeah. I'm just like, I, why? I, I, ugh, God. 
Dude, I'm I, had to, you guys. I had to do a tar- I did a Target audition like two years ago, and you had to do a t- a backflip tuck uh, from standing, and I'd never oh. done that before. But I was like, it can't be too hard. You just jump, tuck, and you know, <laughs> land you, on your feet. You let momentum do the work for you. And dude, I went into the room and I did it, and I had never done it before. And I was like, what? and it was like on a concrete floor. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I was like, screw it. Why didn't you, pr- you practice before? Or you didn't know until you got well, there or I, what? Th- this was for the callback, but for the audition, you had a mat. So I was like, oh, I could do it on the mat. But then on the callback, they're like, we want to make sure you can do it, so no mat. <laughs> oh, because that makes sense. Uh, let's see if you like bust your face at the callback. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But at this point, it was only like three dudes for the callback, so I was like, it's one of us three. <laughs> And like some dude was practicing outside, and I was like, "Oh man, you're good." <laughs> but I, you know, I, I did it, and I I didn't get the part, but I, I realized that I can do like, a standing I back did that backflip. <laughs> See, Ron, we auditioned for very different things. The last thing uh, that I auditioned for with a mat was pretty recently, and it was for the role of toilet guy. <laughs> and I had to fake pull up my pants and then fall out of frame onto a mat, like I like I uh, couldn't get my pants up all the way. <laughs> and at this callback, this director made me do it like eight times in a row. And yeah. I woke up the next day, I was like, what did I do yesterday? And then I was like, oh yeah, I was pretending to be a toilet guy who kept falling. <laughs> and I was like, I am very sore right now. <laughs> got put on a veil, but did not get it. Uh, those are the worst when you get put on a veil, because you're like, you're right there, you can taste it. Oh. Yeah. And then you get that call, like, you've Rip been released. Dude, uh, since last year, I just hit number seven. Seven avails? Yeah. Oh, homie, I'm so In sorry. That's yeah. that's torture. I watch him like have yeah. breakdowns like over the weeks, like oh, I'm on a veil. I'm like, all right, let's not get excited. <laughs> Try to keep it, keep, it <laughs> keep myself. Okay, let's not blow this out of pro- anyway, this you know, this money isn't it, I didn't come out here for money. I came out here for, <laughs> I came out here for, you know, to get better as a performer. But career. you know what, dude, like seven I mean, seven avails, that just means that like you're right there. Yeah. You're right yeah. there, you know? Yeah. I'm like runner up. Um, Keep it up, sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when you hit uh, trials and tribulations, Roland, are you like that positive guy, or do you like get sucked into the darkness? I mean, I I think if you would ask my friends, I'm definitely like the positive guy. But obviously, like you know, there's a lot of memes that go like the positive guys never ask for help, so you should ask them how they're doing. <laughs> and every time I see that, I'm like, oh my god, that's so true. Because <laughs> nobody ever asks you, because they always assume you're doing. Well, because you're the positive guy oh, in the group. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm lucky where I can deal with it. Like, I kind of just become a recluse and kind of just for three days. I think uh, for me, like, I eat healthy and work out a lot. And I think those are natural ways to get over that funk. And yeah. those are just kind of habits that I feel like I'm lucky I have. Because even though I'm in a funk after a while, like, just working out and releasing all those endorphins and eating healthy, like, moves you out. But when you fall into that trap of, like, you feel down and you eat like shit and you don't work out... That's when it lasts a long time. Mm. I sound like a scientist, don't I? No. I, <laughs> but no, it's true. Like I, I think just a, a healthy routine of, of good habits, um, you know, will help trump all that negativity. Because in this town, that'll eat you alive. I know. Like go, you go through a breakup, you just eat a salad and start punching the wall. Yeah, dude. <laughs> look, at, look at the calluses on my, on my freaking knuckles. Yeah, whenever I am even slightly down and I go out, because I usually go out like to the comedy clubs every night, and I see it, the same people, they notice immediately. They're like, "What's wrong?" Even if I'm slightly not positive, they're like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, I'm like <laughs> they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just not 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 feeling good." And they're like. 
oh, is it something serious? <laughs> like they as immediately assume it's something like tragic. I'm like, no, no, it's just you know. Does that I'm, bother I'm you? Like, uh, no. I mean, it's just one of those things that it's. You're getting it's typecast as the positive. Guy. It's tough where you have to. Um, after a while, if you bring a certain energy to a place, uh, people kind of expect it, and if you're not there, it's it's sometimes very draining. Yeah, because you're like. All right, I gotta suit myself, psych myself up to 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 go here and, and be, you know, hey, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah blah. Yeah. But um, for the most part, I I am that guy naturally. But you know, as it is, just every once in a while, you're like, man, I just need a little bit of a break to just be like, I'm just gonna not, I just don't want to talk. For yeah. A little bit. But. You're right. It, it it is totally draining, man. I've definitely been there before. Yeah. Uh, so uh, going back to boyhood, uh, uh another time. Whenever you so after you filmed, um, as far as auditions and everything go, do you, have you found that this has been very helpful to you as far as getting in certain rooms and stuff like that? I think so. I, I think I, I, I would hope so. It's such a it's such a great role in the movie. I mean, I, I just hope that somebody's watching Boyhood, a big time director will be, hey, I want that Mexican kid in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it hasn't happened like that yet, but I definitely have gone into some rooms. And people say, oh, you're this guy. You've yeah. done this, you've done that. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you were really great. So they give you a lot of compliments, and that's great. And I'm just like, okay, I hope this increases my chance of getting <laughs> this work. Sure. I mean, I, I did this commercial for uh, Dentegra, which is a, uh, um insurance company. And at the audition, uh, which is funny you mentioned like pulling your pants out, because that audition was like a luchador. And <laughs> I go in there, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I just kind of had like speedos and I kind of just dropped trow and like just in the speedos and no shirt. And I kind of just do this like silly dance in a speedo. And they, they thought it was freaking hilarious. And then like the director was like, oh, you were in this movie, Boyhood. And he said you really liked it or whatever. And I ended up booking it. And I, in my mind, I like to think like it's because of Boyhood. <laughs> so thank you, Boyhood. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> exactly. But that was a really fun thing. And again, it's like, I guess because I could do flips as well. And it helped a lot um, for that role. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So uh, what year did you move out here, uh, did you say? 2011. 2011. So how has, uh, how, I mean, it seems like it's going pretty well for as far as, as coming out in 2011. How do you, have you felt about your, uh, your stay in California? Because you're from Texas. Dude, I've, I've been incredibly fortunate in my life. I, I, I cannot count the amount of times that I've been so lucky. So before moving to California, um, I was living in Paris, in mm -hmm. France, uh, just kind of like... That's why big, you're so cool. A big adventure before moving out. Because, you know, like, once you're here, you're and you here. hit the ground running, you're yeah. here. Every time you leave, you get this anxiety of, <laughs> I might miss a role, or I might miss this audition, and it, and it sucks, but it's what we do, and, and that comes with the package. So I thought, before I move to California, I'm going to live in Paris. So in Paris, I got a job as a tour guide, and I was giving people, you know, tours around Paris in English. Uh, so I got paid to learn the city, and it was beautiful. Well, I met a lot of people from California in Paris, and I, my second day of being in California, I stayed, I crashed a couch of somebody I gave a tour to in Paris. Oh, wow. And three days or four days into being then, that's when I booked um, a movie. Actually, I booked Contraband. So I left to New Orleans for like a week and a half, and I came back, and then I was like, I'm sorry, dude, like, you've been so helpful and gracious like I'm gonna get out of your hair let me throw you some money and he's like no nah, don't worry about it man like it was kind of right place right time he had mm -hmm. just had like he had like his four bedroom house rooms were vacant he's like you're cool so I was there for maybe like another few days and then I booked boyhood so then I went back again 
to Texas. Wow. And then, you know, I was there for like another week or so. And then I came back. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to treat your place like a storage. Um, I'm out of here. And he's like, man, look, you're working. You're, you're, you know, as long as you're working and doing what you do, like crash in this room and you're cool. So I, you know, so for the for four years now, I just he's moving to Vegas now and he's selling his house. So like for four years, I had like the cheapest rent ever. So yeah. I'd never had to worry about like where to live. And I know that this is that is a thing that's that huge sucks. Yeah, four years in a place that's crazy. Yeah, that's and you know, and that's what made me so sad that like he's moving out because like in this industry that's filled with such uncertainty, for me this was like my anchor and this was a certain thing. You know, so I'm kind of sad to see that go, but now you're back on the West Side Reynolds. I, exactly. <laughs> and that was in the Valley, which was so cool because I, you know, away from all the temptations of the Hollywood life. So I feel like I could balance a lot. But now I'm hopefully I'll move like closer to town, maybe like Los Feliz, Silver Lake area kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it'll just be a new adventure. So and, and that's when I think it'll maybe it'll get a, a bit tougher. But um, thus far, dude, it's been phenomenal. Again, I can't I can't tell you how lucky I am. That's great. I'm man. so stoked. Yeah. I'm excited for the next chapter in Roland Ruiz's life. <laughs> Ruiz's life. <laughs> uh, so, we want to get into our final segment of the podcast. It's time for the Hollywood Bitch Slap. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we prepped you before. Do you have a Hollywood Bitch Slap for us, Roland? Man, I'm going to be lame. I, you told me that. And as soon as you told me that, in my mind, I was like, through my mental Rolodex of like, what experience did I did suck? I, I think the only. A few times that I can remember um, is just going, you know, whenever you do the auditions where you're partnered up with someone? Yeah. yeah. And I think on one of those, it was just, it was just horrible because there was no, there was no um, give from the other person. You know, Ugh. I think it was, this, it was a, an audition for like, um, it was a car commercial and it's like you and this buddy and, or you and your brother and you're like walking around the car and saying, uh, oh, cool, it's a cool car. So like before the audition, I'm like, okay, you know, hey, my name is Roland, because I always like to say, hey, we're going to go in this together. Let's chat about it. Let's come up with some gimmicks here or there just so you <laughs> get remembered, you know? Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I'm scrolling through my phone looking at the specs of the car and be like, okay, we could add this, we could add that, you know, like naturally. And he was just like on his phone the whole time. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, hey, man, like, you know, you, you want to play stuff? Nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm like... You know, dude, it would really behoove us if we, like, you know, just play around. If anything, just to get our chemistry going. Nah. He's like, now that you've used the word behoove, I'm definitely not getting off my phone. But it would behoove us more so me. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah. you. You're, yeah. like, killing I my I want to book this motherfucker. Yeah, and, and, like, I just remember going in there, and I was like, all right, bro. Like, so I kind of just drove the whole thing. And he was trying to get stuff in and... and you know, like some stuff that just didn't match at all. And I just felt embarrassed because the casting director, you could just tell, was like. That's uh, the worst when you're like halfway through an audition and you just feel the casting director checking out. You're like, wait, wait. Yeah. But uh, I felt like he looked at me. He was like, okay, this, this, you, it's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not this guy. Yeah. You'd hope so, at least, because th that's the worst whenever somebody else is making you look bad. Exactly. Uh, and that's kind of the worst bitch slap to get because, yeah. because it's, it's out like, of your control. It, exactly. Really. And yeah. you're like, all right, you're asking me to do a group audition with strangers. That's enough. And then do read this copy or whatever, cold. All right, I'll try to give you some magic. Yeah. Uh, That's the worst when you're uh, cocky and then not good <laughs> at yeah. what you do. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, you know, and you, I guess you can also get bitch slapped by circumstance. 
You know, because like I've auditioned for like films that are great. I remember I did this. I had this audition, which I think was like the best audition I I ever did, and I and I booked the role, but the funding for the film kind of fell. Yeah. So it never got produced, but the script was awesome, and it was like I, I, it's a character that I, I've been dying to play, which is you know just a normal person. Yeah. You know, and and it kind of fell through. So I felt like that was one of the bitch laughs I definitely remember. But it was it wasn't anybody's fault that I could see. You know, it was just. The back the working yeah, exactly yeah sometimes that just, just that just happens i did a, a a mcdonald's callback very similar thing with the group uh it was me and two other young girls and the director gave um uh, us all a note and then the girl asked almost the exact question that he just answered and he just stops and looks at them and he goes what did i just say <laughs> And I was like, well, we're not getting this. <laughs> like, you just ruined it for our entire group, and we Damn. haven't even, like, started rolling yet. Like, yeah, so um, so when do you want me to pass it off? Or He's like, what did I just say? <laughs> like, he had already seen a bunch of actors that day, and he was pissed. And I was like, man, these little girls just ruined it for me. Do they have it tough? Like, I, I, can't, I can't imagine the kind of stuff that they sit through day in and day out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially at commercial auditions because you're wrangling legit actors and then also people that just have probably never auditioned for yeah. before. Like I just, I've gone in with certain people that like they bring headshots to a commercial audition. You're like, oh man, this is going to be bad. I'm not <laughs> supposed to do that. But sometimes I think those are like, they, I, maybe a lot of the times those are like the worst, but I think at times they could also be the best. It's <laughs> like, what are you doing? I love you. Because <laughs> you know? they don't have like that inhibition. I think when you're in this business for a long time, which is one of the things you have to try to not let get into you because you start overthinking. You're like, oh man, I'm thinking too much. And I think the person that's never done it before, they're just so uninhibited and they're free yeah. and they do whatever the fuck. You're so artsy. You're looking directly in the camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're like, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, <please stop. laughs> we're all black. No, <laughs> you're like, hello. I'm Roland <laughs> Thank you for seeing me today on this audition. Where's my li- where's my sight line? <laughs> and what's my motivation? Yeah, you keep breaking them. <laughs> Excuse me, but where's my sight line? And uh, will I be reading with a partner today? <laughs> Back to the scene. Do you got some Evian? I love some Evian. <laughs> the Evian mist? I need a little refreshener to get this audition going. Uh, dude, thank you so much for coming by and doing the podcast. Homie, yeah, thank man. you so much. It was great to meet you, man. It was great to see you again, Jeremiah. I, I really appreciate you inviting me on man absolutely uh where can people find you social media wise uh so kind of like i said that plug earlier yeah you, <laughs> you slipped go, it in real nice i have a, I have a like page uh, you can find me at roland ruiz r-u-i-z uh yeah just give us a like and i, I usually post pictures of there of like kind of the stuff i'm doing or stuff that i think is kind of cool i gotta plug some my man flips. jeremiah i gotta put some more stuff put more your stuff on that page man i'm sorry it's <laughs> I, I gotta dress it down with Jeremiah. Just work all over that. It's okay. We don't want to <laughs> devalue the page. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hyperinflation. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Uh, well, um, Roland Tight Squeeze Ruiz, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And uh, love you, man. Continued success. And I hope it uh, keeps being awesome for you out here. Dude, you too, man. Peace out. <laughs>